welcome, welcome. This is the official Plan Your Federal Benefits podcast. My name is Dallin Hawes. I will be your host today, and this is where we go over the tips and tricks and strategies to get the most out of your federal benefits and your federal retirement. So let's get into it. And as always, this podcast is meant for educational purposes only and is not intended to be investment, tax, accounting, or legal advice. Hello, hello, federal employees. It is great to be with you again today. And for me, it is good morning. So I'm going to say good morning to you. Today's topic is incredibly, incredibly important. And if you find it valuable, if you find it useful for you, please feel free to share it with your coworkers, share it with your fellow federal employees out there so that they can also maximize their benefits, get the most out of them, and plan for retirement. So let's jump right in. Before I get started, because today I'm talking about L funds, the L funds, and the TSP, and investing, I have to say that this is not personalized investment advice. These are my opinions, this is education, this is not meant to be personalized investment advice. My hope is that you as the listener, as the viewer, you can take what I'm saying, you can apply it into your life and not just take what I'm saying blindly and just do it just because I said so. Hopefully when you read stuff online, when you listen to stuff online, that you can take it, apply it into your situation to get the most for you instead of just blindly believing everything that any Joe Schmo says on the internet. Okay, so let's jump right in. So, as you probably could tell from the title of this podcast, the video, whatever, I'm not a huge fan of the L funds. I'm just gonna say it, I'm not a huge fan. Overall, they're misused, and I just, I don't like them as a general rule. <laughs> that being said, there are a lots of good things that have come because the L funds exist. And so I do wanna touch on those first, before I get into the rest of it, okay? So, the first thing is that they are simple. Lots of times, investing gets overcomplicated, where there is so many options out there, there's so many different things you have to keep track of, and your day job is generally not investing, right? Like mine is. Mine is helping people through their benefits and investing, so I'm familiar with these things. For you, as a federal employee, that's probably not your, your job. You probably don't spend a lot of time doing it, so it's very unfamiliar. What the L Fund does is it simplifies that and makes it a lot simpler for people, which I do, I do appreciate. Another huge benefit of the L Funds is that before the default fund, when new employees come and invest in the CSP, the default fund was the G Fund. And because that was the default, Many federal employees never went into their account. They never changed their allocation. They never changed anything. And as a result, their money stayed in the G fund for most of their career, if not all of it, and it barely grew during that time. And so that can be a huge, huge, huge pitfall for people if they only invest in the G fund during their whole career. That can be catastrophic for their retirement, right? So that is huge. Now the default fund is the L fund, that is closest to your projected retirement date. So, huge, huge thing. And actually, the L funds that are pretty far away, those allocations, how they're invested, I actually think they're pretty good. They're not bad at all. And so I do like that new employees get put into the L funds. Okay, now, with that being said, with that 
context. Okay, the Elfuns are not all bad, but I have to say that overall I do not like them. And let me tell you why. In general, when people see the Elfuns and see what they're kind of meant to do, they often, they often view it as personalized investment advice again. And just think about it. The TSP, the people that created the funds and built the system, they had to come up with something that would give some generic advice, some generic options for people that were in the system, right? Millions and millions and millions of federal employees are investing in the TSP. And so they came up with the L funds to make it easier for people to make investment decisions, right? But by making one solution, they therefore made, had to make a very, very generic solution. A solution that is meant to apply to as many people as possible and therefore cannot be specific to your situation. Now, where people get into trouble is as they approach retirement. Let me tell you why. When people first start into the TSP, if they're young, young federal employees, generally they should be pretty darn aggressive with their TSP. I don't know exactly what that means for you, but generally they need to be aggressive and they've got time to write it out. But as people approach retirement, between different people, between different federal employees, the strategies start to change. Some people are going to be well off and prepared for retirement. Some people aren't. And so their strategies to get the most out of the TSP are going to change based on financially where you're at, where your goals are at, where everything is at in your life. And that is not the same as the other person next to you that might be retiring at the same time. Right? There's a lot more factors that come into play. So are the L funds super helpful at the beginning? Yeah, I think they are. But as you approach retirement, they are not a good one-size-fits-all solution for everybody. It just is not. In general, I think they are way too conservative as you approach retirement. Way too conservative for the average Joe. Now, your situation may, might be different. It may make sense for you. But in general, it is way too conservative. Now, I'm going to jump over to my computer. And I'm going to show you on the TSP website how to look through the different L funds. I get questions about them all the time. I'm like, okay, what about the L2035? Is that one okay? What about the L this? And so I want to empower my listeners, empower my viewers for themselves to be able to say, okay, what should I invest in and how do I find information about it? So I'm going to go on my computer, show you the resources that even I use if I have questions, if the client has something come up, where do I go to see, okay, what is this going to do? What is in this fund? How is it going to respond? All these things. So I'm going to jump over to my laptop. I'm going to show you how to find some information and some of the huge pitfalls that people run into because of the inherent building blocks of the L funds. Okay, now I'm here at my computer. As you can see, I'm on the TSP website, tsp.gov forward slash funds, lifecycle forward slash. So this is a great spot to be. Just Google the TSP lifecycle funds. It'll pull right up and you'll find it. So if you click here, just on lifecycle funds, this gives a great synopsis about what the lifecycle funds are meant to do. Basically, in a nutshell, if you're not familiar, 
each life cycle fund is a mixture of the five main funds of the TSP. The G fund, the F fund, the C fund, the S, and the I fund. Those five funds are the building blocks of all the L funds. The L funds are not unique funds. They are just built, they're just built out of the five initial funds. So read through this if you have any questions about how the L funds are supposed to work. In a nutshell, as you get closer to whatever fund that you are investing in, let's say the 2040, as we approach 2040, that year, then the investments in the L2040 fund are going to get more and more conservative. Now, like I said, for L funds that are actually pretty far away, let's say the L65 or the L2065, you can go here, you could find information on it. You could see what's in it. Like, okay, this much is in the I fund, this much in the C fund, this is the S fund, and there's a little bit in the G and F fund. Most of it is not, though. And so for federal employees that are young, that are starting out, they need to be aggressive. And this, in general, is an aggressive allocation. Now, I'm not saying this makes sense for all federal, young federal employees. I'm not saying that. But as a general rule, young people need to be aggressive if they have time before retirement. Okay? Now, let me show you what happens. For example, the L2020 fund just disappeared. It just became the L income fund. And all of these funds, once we hit the year that they're named after, they're all going to become the L income fund, right? So they all eventually become this. This is the building blocks of the L income fund. As you can see, it is primarily the G fund, right? There's, there's a little bit of all of the fund, but primarily the G fund. So between the F fund and the G fund, almost 80% of the L income fund is very, very, very conservative. So just to give you some perspective, let me find here. Okay. This is how you see the average annual returns. So this is how they've done. This is how they've grown over the last little bit. So I like to use a little long-term, let's say 10 years. So over the last 10 years, the L income fund has grown about 4.32%. Okay. Now over the last 10, 20 years, inflation has been about two, two and a half percent. Right. And so after inflation, this fund has earned mm, about 2% ish, depending on where you get your numbers, but about 2%. Okay. And over the course of a retirement, let's say 20, 30, 40 years, having a return of only 2% after inflation can be detrimental. Now, like I said, I do not know if this makes sense for you. For some people, it does make sense to be ultra, ultra conservative. But for many people, it doesn't. So I'm just trying to share my opinions and generalize things like, okay, for most people, this probably doesn't make sense because this is very, very conservative. For example, let me, let me just show you some math on my calculator here. So let's say you're earning 2% after inflation. Let's say you have half a million bucks in your TSP, right? And you're earning 2%. That means each year your half a million dollars is growing by about $10,000 after inflation. Most people need more than that out of their TSP in retirement. Um, but again, you have to look at your numbers to see, okay, for you, what makes sense? So the reason I like to show this on a computer is so that you as a federal employee can look through this and say, okay, right now I'm in the L2040. What's in that, right? 
okay, this is what's in there. Does that make sense for me? And the, this is how it's done over the last you know, 10, 5, 3, 1 years, and then 2020 year to date. Okay? And now, these numbers, it doesn't mean this is what the future is going to hold, but it is the best guess that we have, right? We, we don't know exactly, but it's just what has happened in the past. So, my hope is that my viewers my listeners and again if you're listening to this on the podcast make sure you check out the youtube videos so that you can see exactly what i'm showing people so once you're not on the car not driving check out the youtube video so that i can show you on the tsp website okay this is how things are made up this is what things mean and this is what things might mean in retirement Okay, I am back from my computer. So I hope that was helpful. If you want me to do more of what I just did, to show you on my computer some websites, some helpful things for you, just let me know. It's hard to know for you as the viewers what is the most helpful. I know for me what makes the most sense and for me what helps me to help clients and all these things. But let me know for you guys, okay, what is the most helpful? Is it me just chatting through it and keeping it general, or should I really drill down and get specific and let you know some of the numbers, all the things behind it. So I hope this was helpful. And I want to again say the L funds are not bad. They are not bad. If you're investing in the L funds, I'm not saying that's a bad thing for you. I don't know. I'm just saying, think about it. It's not perfect all the time. It may be, you know, you may be one of the people that the L funds is a perfect solution for. In my experience, that is not most people, especially as they approach retirement. So with that, again, this is not personal investment advice. And I truly, truly hope that you take this and add it to your other knowledge. Add it to the rest of the research you do so that you can make the best decisions for you for now in your career while you're working, but in retirement that you can make the best decisions to have the retirement that you deserve after working 20, 30, 40 years, whatever it is that you deserve. You put in the time and you've saved a lot of money. So make sure you do the research and you, you have the knowledge to get the most out of your TSP. So I hope that was helpful. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next time.